0: Well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well,
1: you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right
0: to complain. I, on the other hand, (laughs) who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact,
1: did not even leave the House on Election Day... I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. (laughs) So I know that a little later on this year, you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately.
2: You are listening to 102.3 WHIV FM in New Orleans, Louisiana. We are Radio HIV with programming dedicated to human rights and social justice. WHIVFM.org. We honor independent voices. End all wars.
3: Hey, y'all. This is Cole Williams from the Cole Williams Band. And we have a weekly radio show on WHIV 102.3 FM in New Orleans every Saturday night, late night at 1 a.m., It's a live stream of all of our live performances, so tune in.
0: Did you know that WHIV is a volunteer-driven community radio station? We are not a commercial radio station, and all of our hosts and DJs work hard to provide programming dedicated to human rights and social justice. We are able to honor independent voices with your ongoing support. Become a member of WHIV today by setting up reoccurring donations of any amount you wish per month. That could be $1, $5, 10 or $20, whatever is good for you. Simply go to our fresh-looking website, whivfm.org, and click Donate. You can also support us by ordering a WHIV t-shirt from our online store. Go to whivfm.org and click Store. Thank you for your constant support and for listening to 102.3 WHIVLP New Orleans. We are not a radio station with a mission. We are a mission with a radio station. That mission, end all wars. This is 102.3 WHIVLP FM in New Orleans. We are a community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. Please consider donating at whivfm.org. It's communities like ours that help to support progressive programming. At WHIV, we support ending all wars.
4: Be two, and then.
2: Is a perfect day. This is get check, get fit, get moving. Hello, Doc Griggs. Doc Griggs in the house. This what is What up?
1: Hey, oh, oh don't, do yeah. don't, do don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! How does the song go? Oh. I ain't got no. We've well, done this before, haven't we? Okay. Get check, get fit, get moving.
2: <laughs> I ain't got no home.
1: I love. Oh. I love my voice. <laughs> Somewhere between the conventions. Somewhere, somewhere on Poetry Street. Right
2: yeah, now. There wasn't a big thing didn't happen this weekend. Uh, no. So a little no. thing called Essence Fest. Yeah, a little uh, small
1: little house party.
2: Before we do that, let's do a couple things here. I, I can't wait to have you read this and that, oh, that oh, very oh. sexy voice of yours. You know,
1: the more things change, the more they stay the same. Preventing <laughs> HIV is easy. Get prepped. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health Louisiana location. Plus, same day primary care appointments are always available. Access is a new location in the downtown New Orleans at the Pythian Building where people may be seen for diagnosis and treatment of HIV, STIs, and PrEP. Plus, all Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for discounted medications through their pharmacy, through our pharmacy. Thank you very much. More information is available at accesshealthla.org. That's accesshealthla.org o r g. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that you're
2: sounds right. good, man. <laughs> so, uh, so we've been off air for about four weeks. It's so nice uh, to see your smiling face. Oh man, uh, I saw you all over the Facebooks and the uh, you, Facebook. You were like traveling. You like you had some like you did some big stuff besides the the big stuff that happened uh, over the weekend. So was, uh, let's catch busy. up with you. So you were like in
1: D C. Like, a, uh, was there like a th- so there's a hundred black men? We had the hundred black men. Uh, national conference out in las vegas that was it was vegas
2: vegas dc you it know it's all the tigers, same tigers
1: potatoes potatoes <laughs> uh that went really really well it was our annual convention we did blood pressure screens um the sad thing is while we were there we ended up sending four people to the er in the hypertensive crisis uh people tend to go on vacation and forget about the climate change the travel and the fact that there's no such thing as a vacation from medication
2: Right, and then also I would say it's probably a function of holiday heart as well, where they eat differently and they oh, get a big salt load. Oh, come on, man. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas, yeah. Vegas. So a holiday heart essentially is when people uh, go on holiday or they'll have a big Christmas or turkey dinner for Thanksgiving or something where they get a higher-than-usual salt load. And for people who are kind of right on the edge, that extra salt load well, would mean extra fluid, and then that can push people into heart failure. Well, water.
1: let's combine that with the fact that you're going to a different climate. Uh, and yes. you're going to when we asked, when I was asking people, at, at some point we got to do a show just about hydration. Um, you're going to Las Vegas now. The heat index here today it's it's, it's, it's supposed to be 107 heat index with a, a temperature of 96. Right. In Las Vegas, we don't have the humidity, but it literally is 107 degrees. Yeah. And if you're not from there, and you just think about this, you get on this foreign body. You get snatched up in the air in less than three minutes. This tube, tube snatched up in the air to ten thousand plus feet, and you ride it three hundred miles per hour. Right. For it one, two, three hours. Right. And then within twenty minutes you drop back to the ground. Right. In a totally different climate. Right. Right. Totally different humidity and totally different temperature. Yeah. Yeah. And the first thing you do is go to the casino. Right. And the first thing you order is a drink. Right. You don't get one water, one drink. The only water that you get is the ice right. in that drink or a little piece of fruit, the lime, the lime in your drink. You go to the buffet. You eat, yeah. you eat, you eat. Do you want a drink? Do you want water? No. Give me yeah. a Coke. Right. right, And then you go back to drink. Right, And those drinks are free. And the drinks are free. So you keep drinking. Now, here's what the studies show. This is the science of it. Every time you go to the bathroom after drinking, alcohol is a diuretic. Which means? Which means that it makes you go to the bathroom. Right. Every time when you're drinking, you go to the bathroom, the studies show you lose an extra four ounces of water. Really? An extra four. I, ounce. I did a segment on Fox about it. We all talked about the effects of alcohol on the body right. and the diuretic. So wait now. So follow me here. So I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. I'm losing an extra four ounces of water. Because you're peeing. Because I'm peeing. Uh, I feel horrible in the morning. Right. Headaches so I, a headache. Eggs. So I take a Tylenol. I might drink a cup of bottle of water then. But what's the first thing I want to wake me up? Bloody Mary. Yeah, but, uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> coffee. Sorry,
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Hold on. I, I
2: I've never been to Vegas before, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, that reaction was too quick. <laughs> coffee. What was I thinking? A coffee.
1: <laughs> uh, folks, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oh, ready for, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready. We've it's been, been doing a while. It's been <laughs> almost a year. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. Um, but you drink the coffee, which is also a diuretic, right? Which makes you pee, right? So do you it, lose the same four ounces when you uh, <coughs> with the with the diuretic? It can be two to four with the coffee or with tea? coffee. Yeah, oh, okay. And the thing is, what it's it's you're the, the, so almost the it's almost the same. It's almost the same. What's deceptive is the fact that it comes out clear, right? The more hydrated you are, the clearer your urine is. Right. But when so you're drinking things that make you pee, or you take a fluid pill, the water that comes out is free body water, which means it's water your body would have anyway. Right. So it's going to come out clearer, making you think you're hydrated. Right. But, so you get drink your coffee. You go back to the slats or the poker table, and what do you want? A drink. Your Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah. Yeah cocktail waitress comes by. <laughs> <on. laughs> Cocktails last breakfast. So right. it's this repetitive cycle. You drink, you drink your breakfast. You drink your breakfast. And then let's throw in, it, dude, I'm, I'm painting a real picture. Let's talk about the fact that if you're staying at one of the, the larger hotels, you're walking up and down and walking there's no car you're walking more than you normally do if you don't exercise Oh at yeah, home. yeah 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 so you're going to lose more you're going to sweat which you're means sweat you lose more, more body fluid right, right which means that you dehydrate contract. And, and what happens so here's what happens this is I'm going back to the screenings doc what happens to your blood pressure with all that extra work and loss of water Yeah, are going blood pressures are going to go up what happens to your blood your heart your heart rate your heart rate's going to go up as well so is it are you surprised when I tell you that we had one person out there that had a small heart attack?
2: No, nope. I'm not surprised whatsoever. That no. was normally a healthy person. I mean, person. that's the, when you uh, listen, I think I was in casino to give a talk last year or two years ago in Mississippi. Yep. Yeah. No. It was a Saturday morning, yeah. I was the first speaker. So. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, no, 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 wake me but up. <laughs> but up. I saw a as I was walking through the casino to get to the conference hall. I saw AEDs everywhere. So AEDs are uh, advanced electrocardio defibrillator, defibrillator, The CPR. Acute, defibrillator. Right, right, well, we played that off well.
1: <laughs> so you know he, there are these things. As, you know, most causes of hypertension in people are called idiopathic, right?
2: Things that we don't know. We're right. well, I- we're no, no, that, that
1: means that doctors are idiots. We're idiots we're and we idiots. don't know. We just had an idiopathic moment because we were like, hey, you know, 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 play it off, play it uh, off. Yeah, defibrillator. And we did what most people do. We go back to what's familiar. Defibrillator. Right? <laughs> Clear. <laughs> the shock machine. Yeah.
2: But there's a reason why they're all over casinos is for the exact reason that you're describing. Yeah. You know, they were like probably every 100 feet or every 200 feet. They were kind of. Because once I spotted one. They were kind of discreet, but I spotted it, and then I started to look for them, and then I just saw them kind of going down the wall. So you know what they
1: should have though, thinking of this off the cuff, is water stations beside yeah. those well, duds. Ah, dude, they want people to be drunk, right? On, but I'm just
2: but- why? There's no windows. There's no clocks. You have no sense of time or day. <sighs> it, like if you think about a casino or gambling hall, it's really the worst of the worst of
1: capitalism. Hey man, listen, I'm I'm not mm, 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 I, you. Hey. <laughs> I'm not by, I'm not messing with them people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying they need to make, drink more water. <laughs> Dude, come on Leave all that right. down all right hey, bro all right. All right. I mm, promise no, no.
2: you We're gonna move past it But when no, you no. When you walk by And you see nope. somebody Smoking a cigarette you, well, With a drink And then just sitting In front of that slot machine Oh, you know
1: I mean, anytime I see Someone smoking a cigarette That's a I'm dopamine hit It's like It's just like
2: It's a is. dopamine hit It's like Dopamine and Pavlov's dog Right mm. Mm. All Right Alright, but this is The get check if it move get move So you went Alright, so you went to
1: went to Vegas And then what you do? then I went up to I saw you I went to Jackson Mississippi, it was Dementia Week. So I don't know why it was Dementia Week. It wasn't supposed to be Dementia Week, but it turned out to be Dementia Week. Dement- uh, dementia, dementia Week. Dementia. So this is the week where,
2: where we would recognize was, or just kind of focus attention on I'm issues not
1: really like- sure why, but it ended up being a week where everything that I did was related to dementia. My TV show or on, on Fox, the TV segment, we talked about dementia. Right. I drove up to Jackson, Mississippi. I had a meeting about another project. Came back to New Orleans, and I hosted a national town hall uh, for uh, uh, AARP. Right. It was nationwide.
2: Uh, right. Now that you're a member.
1: No, not yet. Man, <laughs> yeah. I always forget I'm on the air. Maybe one of you old people he's, words. He's even yeah, like, Don't even he start it. Don't start Don't start it. <laughs> <laughs> don't start. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> oh. I'm talking about dementia and I forgot what I was gonna say. There, there's the joke. <laughs> there we go. There's the joke. So it was a national town hall meeting, uh sponsored by the again, the Hundred Black Men National Right uh Health and Wellness Committee. Uh we we partnered with the ARP and had it was amazing. Uh people call in from all over the country. I was a moderator to talk about dementia, caring for the caregiver, signs and symptoms. Hold on, where was it was here? Yeah, it was on the phone. It was tele teletown hall. Yeah, teletown cool. hall. So
2: you were the moderator. Oh, the moderator. And Who <laughs> else was on the panel? Like, were psychiatrists or like uh, <laughs> no, dementia these, experts? These, or? Yeah,
1: they had these these experts at AARP, national experts at uh-huh. ARP had found. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would feel the phone conversations, help with the topics. And we had real callers calling in from all over the country with their real questions. A lot of it was really sad and um, it was helpful, but I mean, it, it took you to yeah. a place because there are people that are worried. Uh, a lot of times people aren't getting enough sleep and enough water and enough exercise. Yeah, it's just the basics. That's yeah, just the basics. So, but if you're diagnosed with something, don't run from it. Um, it's, it it's one of those things, those topics, just like with our HIV and our STIs and but, our mental health that
2: Eric, we have to talk. More Eric, about. I will say this uh, knowing you and knowing me. And yeah. I think that doctors are the worst Yeah, 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 yeah. when it hits us. I guarantee you, because uh, I, I know you very, very well. Because you and I are almost cut from the same. I'm sick cloth, right now. Okay, but <laughs> you're but, the only doctor I'm seeing, and I don't want to see you. But that's, uh, d- disco. That's exac- disco. That's exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> disco. Disco. Like, like when that, because I know what it's like, man. I've seen it. Like when those tinges of being forgetful, oh, the first thing you, you do worry. is you hide it. You yep. don't let anybody yep. see it, and then everyone around sees it, and then they kind of slowly start to bring it in, but you deny it. No, but we and do it. it is, think about it,
1: Doc. We do exactly what we just did when we couldn't remember what AED was. Right. We yes, t- we go- yes that that's exactly exact- right. I was right there with <laughs> right. you. <That's> a- Welcome <laughs> to ARP. Right, here we right, are together, so, so, brothers. So,
4: here we go. <laughs>
2: Um, so the the, the, the National Alzheimer's uh, Foundation yep. contacts <laughs> WHIV, and we do promos and PSAs for yep. them yep. whenever they're in town. And so the, I usually speak with the CEO of the nonprofit. And one of the first questions I usually ask them is, I mean, the two questions I always ask is, is there any improvement in diagnoses? Yeah. And is there any improvement in terms of treatments? Yeah. Or are there any uh, improvements in terms of outcomes with respect to kind of behavior modification? Yeah, yep. or and, and then lastly, I always ask about families.
1: Because those are the those those are are the things on the national tele town hall. Those are exact big four that come up. I'm sure, especially the last one,
2: right? Because the family is the one that really.
1: Well, and if you think about it, we tell them just like we tell with any other chronic disease process. Just because you're genetically predisposed does not necessarily mean that you will contract or you'll be.
2: You'll uh, you'll develop, have to develop, develop, develop develop the developed condition. Right.
1: There's things such as epigenetics. If you know it's there, and you, the big thing is food,
2: exercise, no, and sleep. You're absolutely right. No, no, it's actually. And I say red wine and, and playing music. That's and bloody and, and and running a and radio station. Bloody and bloody and having mirrors. coffee uh, <laughs> and <laughs> getting people vaccinated and, and washing your hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it <and> was <watching laughs> your name. <day. laughs> Telling people to <laughs> get prepped. get, <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, get prepped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we clean underwear cuz you might never know what can happen. Yeah, keep Honestly, going. Yeah.
2: That's right. Uh, Sunday night uh Greg's name, <laughs> or maybe it was Saturday night. It was Saturday night, right? <coughs> Saturday night. The yeah. former first lady, Holy we're going to we're that gonna, get minute. to that. Holy the former Whoa. first lady gave a shout out to uh <laughs> Get checked get pick, get <laughs> Yeah. So, and then there I imagine at that point that's when you had to go change uh, 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so um so the was what did you glean from the the conference call? like when you so I glean from the conference calls that we you yeah we needed
1: we need to have more candid open conversations. So here's the big issue, and Doc, we talked about this before. Um, the big issue is that we feel alone. Um, everyone and people don't understand when I say this. We're all afraid of the same thing. Yeah. I don't care whether it's a shark, a snake, that you might pee on his all foot. All right. Move I, I, okay. Stop. Move on. Stop. stop a, a lion, a tiger, a spider. A bad diagnosis at the doctor.
2: Right. Or we all hate when we step into water and our sock becomes uh, wet all of a sudden. Oh, that was was a rough day. Um, Dude, I read that and I was like, I was right.
1: Um, A a wet sock and a shoe. A wet sock sock and a shoe. Everybody, uh, you're right. (laughs) Nothing will. Nothing changes your mood. And that's (laughs) such a literal memory. Y'all have no idea how real that is. But a bad diagnosis, not just of ourselves, but our family member. Uh, when I do public speaking, I say, you know, I can give you statistics all day, but my grandfather died of rhabdomyosarcoma, which is something that was only found in respiratory... I mean, the reproductive tract of little girls at the time, that's all they knew. So they had to treat his cancer like testicular cancer. We didn't care. I didn't care whether I was a doctor or not. I didn't care what the stat said. Oh, one in a million. When that one is you, it not only points to you, it, it's everyone you know. So... One of the panels I was on and it will get moved as I move forward, we'll get to the panels that I did for Essence, but they ask um about the African American health experience. And I say, you know, it's it it's kind of the same for everyone. When you're in that doctor's office, you have to take someone with you. And I don't care whether you're medically educated or not, because your cortisol and your epinephrine is up.
2: Right. There's something like a statistic that says like 75% of people forget 75% of what happens in a doctor's office within, right. within 20 minutes. Doc,
1: you're an ID doctor, right? Right. You might come in to tell me that my HIV test is negative. If I've taken the test and I'm nervous as it is, and I come in and you say HIV, I might just hear HIV. I don't hear negative. Right. Positive. Right. I'm just like, Right. <sighs> right. how many times do you have to repeat yourself? Your test is negative. You don't have the virus. Right, right. But we need you to be careful and blah, 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 right, blah. Prep or condoms. And you have to explain it over and over again. Right. You, you're you're not HIV positive. And if you were, there's... Or you tell them you're HIV positive, but...
2: Right. Well, I would say I have... All the
1: patients here is the bad. We go right. in looking to hear bad. Right. And that's true. Because we're afraid of it. And then... We we come out and that's all we heard. But even say you, dude. You, when I take my kitty to the vet, I yeah.
2: kind of tear up a little bit because I'm like you're
1: scared. Something, right? She's 14 right. years
2: old. Right. I like want What's gonna happen? Like, right, Liana has. She stopped take, like, getting me to take the kitty to the vet because you're traumatized. Right. I'm traumatized. You gotta go get a
1: Bloody Mary and a <laughs> shot of coffee. I mean, what? <laughs> Sometimes two of you. Right. 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 <laughs> But so let's 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 follow that line down follow it down the line. All right. Say you have a patient that comes in that's HIV positive. Right. The moment you hear that, it you can see it in people's faces. Yes, yes, I've said. The pallor, the shrinks, I've the given. pupils, the yeah. whole nine. Right. And it'll take a minute, but then I know you. The once you grab their hands and be like, "The reason I went into medicine is because Dr. Peacock right. told this guy I was Sixteen, 16 year, 15 years, fifteen old, years old, this dude grabbed he grabbed his arm and said, I don't know what it is, but I know what it's not. Um, and I'm your doctor, and we're gonna get through it and I'm gonna take care of you. Right. I got you, dog. Right. I'm your doctor, you're not alone. The moment you realize you're not alone, it's a different ball game. Then you can introduce him to other HIV positive patients and show how they're living with it's living. People ask all the time, Doc, you do community medicine. I'm like, well, why don't you see patients? I say, I don't like sick people. What do you mean? Sick people come to the doctor and they want to cough and be sick. Oh, my blood pressure today. Oh, my heart. Well, what are you doing about it? Well, you know, the pill's not working. Okay, great. What are you doing about it? Okay, better way. Of, you know what? Go see them for all that. And then come see me and I'm going to tell you how to live. You can get your 15 minutes of sad fame and I'm going to give you the rest of the 365 day years of life where you can live until right. the wheels fall off. You right. want to be like, darn, the ride's over instead right. of I right. was expecting it. So the point is we're afraid, all afraid of the same thing. With dementia, the discussion about dementia, having those people on the call, it was kind of therapeutic for people that were
2: sure to hear listening. that the other people are having the same struggles around and the country. To
1: hear that there's different types of dementia, it's dementia is Alzheimer's is just, it's 75 percent of the causes, but there's vascular dementia, there's all kinds different, the, right? The, the, Embolic, okay, emboli- yeah. there's all kinds uh, of yeah, dementia. It just means that there's not getting it well vascular there's not enough blood flow to the parts of the brain that can help with stuff but just because you're forgetful it not times out of 10 is because you had not had enough rest sleep which we're not getting uh, right. enough of you might be confused because you're not getting enough water there's a bunch of reasons so don't start freaking out right like you're having dementia when you need a nap right I mean, <laughs> yeah. I like go,
2: go take a nap
1: <laughs> the painful side of the conversations though is talking to the caregivers yeah um, and that's having brutal. to watch your because, relatives.
2: Yeah, because the oftentimes those that are advanced in dementia yeah. are unaware that they are advanced in dementia. And watching someone go through and, the process yeah. and you can't and watching them become a shell of themselves and stuff. <laughs> I mean that's a large reason why you know I, I took up playing music again. Because yeah. <laughs> do you know that do you know that doctors who play music have a slower likelihood of developing dementia? I play so the violin. That's, <laughs> so uh, I play the violin, right. I, I so play the violin I, and the radio. So yeah. it like, I mean, but largely, I mean, that wasn't the exact reason, but certainly the, the, why, you know, at 51, I'm aggressively learning 51, baby. So I'm, like, I'm nine, six months behind ah, you, oh. <laughs> ah, you as, as a 51 year old, I, I am aggressively playing music because of that reason. Like yep. that, that just using your brain puzzles are, yep. have also been shown to be very positive and that dexterity of playing an instrument. But the diet
1: and the exercise. And the diet, of course. You know, right, I mean, this right. dude, let me just tell you, this dude has a walking desk. Yep, I do. He has a walking desk. I have a walking desk. <laughs> he has a walking desk, but he rides a skateboard on the sidewalk. <laughs> I mean, how that... How That's that actually that kind of funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of funny. No, no, no. He has, he has an electric skateboard. On yeah, side on. An My electric bad. skateboard not He did. didn't even get to kickstart. He just ride. Yeah. Hey, where were you? Where so, were you? Keep for, going. Where yeah. were you for Pride? I had to ride that skateboard for Pride. Right at an event. I can't remember. but I wasn't in town.
2: You weren't in town for no, it. I was not. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you, that I, was some I wasn't. fun, fun, dude. So wait, you, wait, how
1: come you didn't come on the float? I wasn't in town.
2: Oh, dude, you should have been on that float. <laughs> tell me
1: what. Where have you been? Why have we been going? And then we'll catch up. We'll, right. we'll right. could it well, in essence, but I want to hear where right, you've right, been. All
2: right, all right. Um, so I was in so okay Planet so anyway, Mars no, no no, no what, dude I was in Albania and yeah, then I okay. was in Bulgaria so I had a honeymoon in Bulgaria yeah. so Liana and I got married 4 years ago we never took a honeymoon yeah, yeah. and so that was our honeymoon so I went to Bulgaria so the day after pride so pride was Where's Bulgaria? B- uh, Albania and Bulgaria so there the Balkans. Oh it's by
1: Albania and Bulgaria. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, where is
2: that? You take a right at Bulgaria and All right, over no, by it's, uh, like top of a, it's Eastern Europe. So uh, this left is East, Eastern Southern Europe. Okay. So what it's called the Balkan pen- Peninsula essentially. Okay. And so these were the countries that were behind the so-called Iron Curtain. So these yeah. were all the formious, former former Commerce. communist countries. Yeah. But I will say uh, Albania is probably the poorest of all of the uh Balkan countries and then Bulgaria is probably the richest of all the oh, so Balkan you the countries. Economy. So I had this like and I didn't plan for that to happen. It just it was obvious once I got there. But it's just you know it's it, it's uh, I, I did the first week that I was there I was lecturing uh, at oh. different medical schools. Oh wait,
1: so I got, we have Kevin Drummond, uh, executive assistant from a foundation in the room. Right. Kevin, you want to hear something cool? All of a sudden, I get this WhatsApp with this picture because you were researching something. And what happened? Oh, dude, I <laughs> was hilarious. Dude. <laughs> dude, I forgot about that. All right, l- let me get to that yeah, in yeah, a second. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> forgot.
2: I'm s- complete. Yeah, great. How We need to do a whole show on that, Damn. dude. Like, we need to find like we need to find like the directors and the doctors that well, you I
1: to have. Play. This the prosperity brief that I gave you by Bruce Right, it has a brief and it has all the references. Okay, we can track so it down yeah, like, yeah,
2: okay. yeah, yeah, okay. So we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, yeah. holy smokes, that I have <laughs> <laughs> and there's Griggs. I'm in like a, a little cafe in Bulgaria doing my research, and there's Griggs pops up on my computer, and I'm like, effing Griggs!
1: I can't get away. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. He was doing an article search. I wrote something like years ago. <laughs> all right, so we'll get to that in a
2: second. Yeah, yeah. I, but I do want to speak to Albania and yep. just. So I did a week's worth of of lectures and then I I did a week's worth of of research in southern Albania in a a really remote little beach town um, where I did more of the research on looking at uh, uh, functional and structural discrimination, uh, racism, misogyny, trans and homophobia in medicine. So I was doing all that research for that for this book that I'm trying to write. And I do want to just quickly just talk about Albania real quickly and just say that as somebody who is very knowledgeable, unfortunately, for the way of the world, but we are uh, oftentimes killing machines and, uh, Mm. and we and I study massacres because... I'm a doctor And I see yes. that uh, That How How a, one people can kill He was a sick little kid can, How boy. one person yeah. can kill another But And doing yeah. it Structurally through a fun, Through government yeah. Is something that fascinates me Right And so mm-hmm. But I was unaware Of the great Albanian Massacre That occurred From 1945 To 1992 And then after to 1992 Yeah It was It was like It was kind of like a Pinochet Like the in Chile You know yeah. how people Were disappeared Yeah And like but in, you know, and I saw it last year when we were in Hungary, we went to Budapest. It was very, very similar as Budapest. There was, you know, there's a whole arm of secret police oh. to, to make a. a Until he to, mentioned it on the radio, to have, look, y'all, ain't with him. Y'all yeah. don't know. It. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> to kidding. Have, I'm a, to have a fascist government in place, you need to have a secret police. Right, right, right. And that secret police is brutal. And so they've turned a lot of their former headquarters into museums. And mm. so when you walk through these museums and you see the torture rooms and you see the, the... I mean, it's just brutal, dude. When they lifted the curtain off uh, in 1992, yeah. what they found out was that 75% of Albanians were spies. People were spying on one another. They were selling out their family, their brothers, their sisters, their spouses, their enemies, their friends, just to remain alive. And it was just... It was a brutal, brutal, oppressive... And, uh, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and then, hold on, let me just say, let me put, let me put the cherry on top. After 1992... The country descended immediately into a civil war, where they killed three thousand other people in three weeks. I mean, it's brutal.
1: So wait, wait. Let me let me back up. Wait, you just kind of you can't just throw that out there and say that. Like Sorry, you. I know, so, I know. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. So seventy-five percent of the people were spies—brother <coughs> um. on brother, sister and sister, husband and wife, yeah. family, family. Blah, blah, blah. Was that just for that fifty years, or yeah,
2: for that fifty years? <laughs>
1: Prior to that, what existed was it "quote Prior, unquote"? A it was a, it was a, a,
2: it was it was slowly becoming a fascist. You know, it was under the dictatorship or it was under the rule of Russia. So it kind of was. It had the communist leanings. It was a strong. I mean, these are strong socialist countries. Let me say that at the same time. When you look at Albania now and Bulgaria now, you don't see the poverty that you see in the U.S. at all. I mean, there's poverty, obviously, but it's not nearly. Nearly, nearly, nearly so, as extreme, because everybody gets something. There's, there's these strong, you know. Of course, fascism is a communistic or socialist society, but it comes, it comes with a secret police and a dictator, right? right. Where your so, freedoms are are so taken away. I need away.
1: you to define. I want people to understand. I understand what right you mean, but right. I want you to break it down. The fascism, the socialism. Yep. Yeah. And then you say the poverty's not start here. When yeah, yeah. you say poverty is not near where it is. Let's talk about an example of poverty there, and then in a po- poverty yep, here, and then you. I want to build back up Yep, to I you. got
2: you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Uh, before I go on, let me just say that you, uh, if you're tuned in, you are listening to 102.3 WHIVLP-FM. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show bam. with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. Bam, That's bam. Doc Griggs, and I'm Dr. Derry. Ah. Uh, so when you look at the, the UN special uh, repertoire yeah. uh, on poverty in the US, so they sent a guy over here, and he just actually put out a new paper a couple weeks ago looking at climate crisis, is now the preferred term is climate crisis or climate emergency. Oh, and uh, glad you told us we flipped the page. <laughs> That's right, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we turned the page because yeah, yeah. climate, climate, climate change, global yeah. warming wasn't working, no, nope. climate change didn't work. So now they're saying climate, climate crisis. And for
1: those out there that are applying for funding, you need to change, erase, <laughs> change your buzzword. Yeah, keep going.
2: So when, when you look at the extreme poverty that we have in the U.S., and he went to like yeah. four sites, he went to Mississippi, he went to Skid Row, <laughs> he went to like where's Skid Row? Skid Row's in California And Los Angeles Thank you sir And then he went to like The Appalachia And then he went to like Minnesota as like yeah. a comparison yeah. I think And what he found, and what I have often said, and I've said this time. to you before, that the U.S. to me is basically a high-tech third-world country. Yeah. And when you look at the level of mm-hmm. of, of 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 voting discrimination, yeah. when you look at the gerrymandering that happens, what is when gerrymandering? You, gerrymandering down? is when districts get changed uh, yeah. so that it favors one politician over yeah. another. Uh, when you look at based the, on the
1: fact wait, then we talked about it earlier with social determinants of health, that a lot of the the underrepresented minorities do not participate in the census. Yes, uh, answer those questions, even though right. the yes, powers that be are trying to get
2: right. Mm, right.
1: So yeah, anyway, so let me. Uh, participate so, so, in the census. Right. So
2: yeah. you've got voting suppression. You have gerrymandering. You have the open corruption of politicians who are bought. By large corporations, yeah, yeah. you look at the lack of care and do you know that today that Obamacare is in the uh, is in the fifth circuit being fought again, once again, yeah. and this could be potentially get kicked up to the Supreme Court, yeah. and we're looking at 20 million people getting cut off of insurance. We've been there w- right? When you look at the privatization of education and the poor education process, we how how and when you look at incarceration, right, and when you're yeah. looking at black and brown bodies that are being heavily policed yeah, yeah. the way they are, yep. when you look at something like marijuana where same, you know, when you look at white and black populations, marijuana is used at the same proportion, but you yep. have a significant disproportion of people of color that are in jail. Yep. So that all of that is going to lead to extreme elements of poverty. All of that leads to poverty. Right. When you look at a country, like, let's look at a socialist country like Denmark, yep. right, that has some of the happiest indexes yep. that exist. Or when you look at a country like Sweden, yep. we're talking about, obviously, the Scandinavian countries. You got everybody here. smoking all the weed they want right. everybody's
1: happy, and <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man.
2: <laughs> They've got their uh, Bloody Marys and their, co- their, their Mary. of coffee,
1: and their popcorn and peanuts because they got the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: They get thirsty. These,
1: dude. So come on, man. <laughs> those, those beers are <laughs> right this big. Um, so <laughs> you notice he knew,
2: right? But and then so that in those countries are countries that have strong safety networks, yes. right? They have they they have some capitalism, yep. but it's capitalism that's regulated, yep. right? So you have free healthcare, you have that free education.
1: Almost <laughs> you have from the you from have the lens that most people walk in those. That's an oxymoron. Right, regulated right, capitalism. Right, holy right. smokes, Batman! You,
2: and you also have one person, one vote in yeah. those countries, which yeah. we don't have here. So when you then those are socialist countries, and a lot of the Eastern Europe have kind of become these socialist countries okay. uh, as well. But then when you look at the fascists or the communist countries, this is when there is a, define a, a, fascism for So our to listeners. me, so there's so this is a hotly debated. You know how, how does one person define fascism? This is my definition of fascism, and I think I'm not debating. That right, right. I just want you to explain. it's when corporate entities take over government, okay. essentially. And I think with that definition, if you look at where our country is going, and I, and I know that we uh, will step away from this. And you, yeah, yeah. you brought me into this. All right. I'm just saying I,
1: that, Be that, quick. That. Act like your sock is wet. <laughs> Dip your foot in the puddle. Look look at him telling me to be quick. (laughs) This guy right here spoke for twenty five minutes without taking a breath. On this this topic, on this topic, (laughs) dip your foot in that puddle because yeah I Dude, we could all right, all right. get him started i
2: got it no 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 oh, so, get him started. but when you look at when you look and of <laughs> course there's no question fascist and dictator governments right. can't cannot exist right that right, is right. not that is not compatible with freedom and democracy okay but when you look at where we're at i don't think that we have freedom and democracy and when i go into the healthcare systems in other countries and uh. you've done this too when you went to cuba when you came back from cuba you we had a long long yeah, conversation about it all right yeah. about how a function they may not have a lot of money yeah. But they have a functioning health care system where doctors Amazing. and nurses are able to do their jobs. Yeah. Because people are able to come in, they pay a little bit of, or they pay what they can afford, if and that. they get health care. Yeah. Now, th- I still think that's fine if there's a private health care system out there that rich people can buy into and get yeah. whatever they want. But there should be a baseline for all individuals to get. Yeah, and Which is which
1: is kind of the principle behind the FQHC that we work for. Well, All, all to the FQHCs. That all FQHCs. All the FQHCs. But just set up that so
2: way. when and, and let me just say this: when you look at Albania, when you look at Bulgaria, two countries that were fascist uh, regimes that are now socialist regimes, and they have their political problems, and they're not very rich countries, right. certainly by comparison to the U.S. But everybody's housed, everybody has food. And the food is effing delicious because the same thing that we talk you, about. Even the people like, in poverty. Yeah, the people in poverty are – everybody's sure. well-fed. Everybody takes care of one another. Like, you know, and one of the mm. things that, that, you, that you may find interesting is that we went hiking through um, through Bulgaria and there's a lot of the villages are struggling to stay alive because a lot of the traditional Bulgarian people are dying. The elderly are dying in their villages mm. and the kids are all leaving the villages. I mean, what do kids – like, there's no tech – there's no, there's no, there's no, no, like, there's no, there's no nothing. There's no, like, there's no phone service. How many times can I climb the street, mom? Right, right, exactly. And so a lot of, uh, a lot of people are actually leaving uh, these villages. And so we went to go visit one of the villages. One of our board members here made a movie. Uh, Dave Roston made a movie called uh, Unlocking the Stage uh, uh, about a theater in one of these remote villages right next to Plovdiv, which is the cultural capital of... is this in Bulgaria? Bulgaria this is okay. in Bulgaria okay. so but it, and, and one of the things they're trying to do is they're using this theater as a way uh, to kind of revive they they kind of revived this theater this this theater that was built by the communist government in yeah. the '50s where they probably had like very propaganda nationalistic of kind of plays and stuff for the village yeah. but um, but just watching these villages turn into ghost towns was really fascinating uh, as well so sad. so yeah, I mean it is really sad and and, and because a lot of the kids are going to wear Obviously they have work And they have money But again When you look at The levels of poverty You just When you walk through The streets of New Orleans You see poverty You see poverty everywhere Right You see the amazing Inequity Do you know 40 You know (laughs) this obviously But 40% of children In in New Orleans Are food Uh. insecure Right. I mean, 50 percent, almost 50 percent of the U.S., I think even more than 50 percent uh, can't even sustain a five hundred dollar emergency. You yeah. know, we still are working at seven fifty dollars, seven dollars and fifty cents an hour for and and there was a statistic that came out while I was in Bulgaria that said that in the U.S., uh, if you work minimum wage, you cannot live in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. anywhere in in a in a city or in a suburb of that city so i mean what so what do we expect to happen anyway so that was that that's where i was we went i I, i'll tell you what we did a couple of really fun things i um you'll appreciate this we were on a large hike uh we started it was a four-day hike uh we were on the first hour for
1: for 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 those out there you keep saying this hike thing right black people don't hike (laughs) Come on. You get some that might, man. You keep saying hike, 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 hike. You to be culturally competent. You went for a walk in the woods. You keep that saying hiking. Li- that lasted hiking. like ten yeah, hours. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't y'all didn't have an Uber? Y'all didn't ride a bike. <laughs>
2: so we, so listen to this. So we went. So we were. Uh, so you know, get some didn't, people
1: hike. But so I'm we, just saying in general. We right, had right. the sticks. You were doing right. Oh the whole, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And then we had had guided. We had a guide. We had a guide with a us. A guided hike. A guided hike. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because we were going yeah, deep yeah. into these villages, right? So we right, right, needed right. to, like, you know, right, I, 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 right. I, dude, I have zero like ability to find myself. If I get plopped down somewhere, yeah. it'll oh. take a lot. Yeah, right. that's like me, wait, wait. dude. That's right. why they call Is me GPS, That's why life. they call me Mister Magoo. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Hold on. Where are you? Leon. You're in front of your house. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No that I'm okay with. <laughs> right, but, like, right, 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 right. but but anyway, those so those wood skills. Man. Yeah, the wood yeah, skills. Yeah. Up. So, so we were in like and immediately like we immediately start the hike and we're in like grass and like these wild I didn't plan for this but the wildflowers were all out. It was really beautiful. So we're in these tall grasses and you're and, up my and nose. so we're like, you know, the gu- the guy's in front of me, I'm behind him and Leon is behind me and we're on this very thin trail. You and had her behind you, bro. I, dude, you know the way things work. It's a man. Like, whatever. Anyway, so I um I uh, I uh, hit a mud patch and I kinda slipped and I kinda fell and I caught myself with my left pole. You but went, my went right your sock. my right pole went behind ah. me and all of a sudden I hear Ah and I'm like, please hit her pole, please hit you her stabbed pole. Her and I I slow mo turn around and Liana's got blood right under her right eye. Okay, so let's stop right there. Okay, so now you do I do realize people are listening to this. Right, right. right so I just maimed and <laughs> nearly blinded my wife yeah. in the first hour of our honeymoon. And you're still allowed <laughs> to on, tell the tale. Yeah, but hell, dude, so listen to the you. Right. You will appreciate that split second decision I had to make because <laughs> you what, let your finger, put some spinners, <laughs> say, maybe be all right. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was so. <laughs> at that point, what do you do? I was concerned that I hit the infraorbital artery. So there's an artery. So I hit her right underneath her eye. I mean, if I was like two inches or one inch above, I could have right. I could have blinded her. So she's got blood on her face, and I could see the origin of it is right where the infraorbital foramen is. Right. And I was like, that's the
1: hole in the skull right below the eye. Right. That
2: feeds the the the, right. It feeds the muscles uh, of the uh, The, of the upper uh, face. So I, I I looked at her and I was like, all right the lesion is infected already. Yep. So you know my that. finger is obviously dirty, but, but oh, well, I, I but have to like put pressure on it, there yeah. and to make sure, because if I hit the artery, hike is over. It's all right. <laughs> we're going to the hospital immediately. Wait, and, you're right? in the middle of and we're in the middle of nowhere. nowhere right. Yeah. So I had to make that split second decision and boom, I put the finger on her face immediately. And the, the, the guide, we hadn't gotten to know him yet, so he didn't know who he was. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. And I turned around, and I looked at him, and I was like... Not, not now, now. <laughs> like not now yeah. right and I it smeared did. the blood away and I right. can tell that it wasn't it wasn't a pumper right so I hit the surface you can and folks, I you it, can tell
1: that because it went bright 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 red right and it didn't it didn't out, squirt it that, that <laughs> right. and that was when I put it on and
2: then I kind of smeared away I'm like please don't pump don't please and don't I pack. pushed it away and it was and I realized but she has a lesion there so I put her like immediately I got her down on her knee I took my two liter bottle of water yep. and mm. just dumped the whole thing on her so
1: this is the result of a being, of course, like I said, you, you say that as your friends and close friends and family, you talk, say bad things to their face, and you <laughs> say nice things behind their backs. Uh, we're going to go on record to flip it today, but this is the result of a. I mean, just immense and long years of training, but most importantly, this is also take what he's saying and pretend that this is seven, eight-year-old Mark Allen that did this to one of his best friends and they don't want to get in trouble because everybody gets in trouble and they have to go in the house. It's the same thing that we were groomed to do as kids because we played outside. Right. You'd hit somebody with a stick or something. Right. It would say, no, no, it's okay, oh, it's okay. Especially if they were like a little cousin or right, something. Right, right. No, no, it's okay. You'd lick your finger and yep. put the finger... <laughs> is it still bleeding? Okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. you go get some water out of a garden faucet or sometimes you dip a cup. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Why? Because our bodies will take care of themselves. Uh,
2: uh, and I knew that the it. most important thing is 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 blood loss. I could, yep. I could treat infection. I yep. knew... Yeah. Well, well, no, anyways, no, no, no. Anyways, we're, I, we're, I'm watching the time, don't worry. We always but, get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I... I'm I knew that um, that I, I it was like blood loss I can't fix right infection easy it. easy peasy breezy yeah, yeah, right I, I have a degree in that right. <laughs> right. no no <laughs> <Like, laughs> right. I have an app for that. that. that's yeah. why the guy was like no 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 and I'm like no no no, no. like no <laughs> and he kind of backed off right away yeah, 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 yeah. so but he had all these like or, whatever he just, uh, but oh, he yeah. and, it, and actually the lesion looks good yeah. uh, and then right after that she got sick of course. She had like a GI blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, yeah. was, the whole thing was great, and then we ended up at Plovdiv, and we ended up to see a Where's great Plovdiv? band. Plovdiv is in southern uh, Bulgaria. Okay, uh, it's now for in 2019, it's the cultural capital of the of the of all of Europe actually. So, and it was just beautiful. It was just it's all like, dude, the city's eight thousand years old. They can't like, wow. yeah, think about that. They can't <laughs> wow. they can't go and build something because when they go and they dig to build something, they find like a Greek ruin. <laughs> right. You know, there's uh, like. Right. So right. it's because it's, it's, you know, civilization built on civilization. So the, oh. the theater that we went to go see, The Dead Can Dance, which was a band that I used to listen to when I was a teenager and they're still putting out records. Wait, they called it the what? The Dead Can Dance. And the city's how old? And the city's 8,000 years old. So they're kind of so, like a band that plays medieval
1: music. No. In, and so and listen to this. I would have taken that too literally in an 8,000 year old city, yeah. The Dead Can Dance. Uh. Dead people come out and start yeah. dancing. Then,
2: hang on, listen to this. So you'll appreciate this and then we'll talk about Essence. I'm going to wrap up with this story. <laughs> So we go and we see The Dead Can Dance in a theater that's 2,000 years old, right? It's 2,000 years old. It was built 2,000 years ago. Yep. In 1975, there was like a mudslide or it's now, it's now the old city of, of Plovdiv and, uh, and there's a rainstorm and a, and a landslide. And this guy goes out to his backyard and sees these Greek ruins in his backyard. So he contacts the city. There's like an archaeologist that comes out and they actually get rid of all the neighborhood. They completely get rid of the neighborhood.
1: Well, I know he's mad. He made found, that call.
2: And they found a amazing 2,000-year-old, uh, I'm going to show you a picture of theater, of just unbelievable. Um, uh, it Just the beauty of it is just unbelievable. And we went to go see the band there, and you can kind of see the city. And I'm, I'm showing Griggs right now the picture right here. Check that out, man. it? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, they dug this out? They dug it out, dude. They dug that out. And uh, wow. and yeah, dude, it's a natural theater, dude. And it's, it's like, amazing. yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, like there's like and the seats that you're sitting in are these old stone seats. Like, and so we were in C2 row eight or something. And so, so, wait, so were,
1: were the numbers and letters no, still on the seats? No,
2: no, 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 there's <laughs> So decided. you have to like, right, you have to. So I'm like, <laughs> this lady will move for us. And I go to the guy, i like, and I found a guy who speaks <laughs> English. He's like, this is Bulgaria. You got to negotiate your seats. So I'm like, oh. All right, so I sat down. And I'm like, "Yeah, move your stuff." Like, there's no, there, there's here. no, yeah, yeah. So, so then uh, Liana's shoe broke, and then at the end of the night, like I gave her my boot, and then I had to like walk barefoot through the streets of Plovdiv. <laughs> like, yes, negotiation. It was just me. one of those nights. So, um, listen, we got we have ten minutes left. So let me just say, if you're tuned in, you are listening to Get check, Get fake, Get Moving with Doc Griggs and Doctor Derry. I'm Doctor Derry. That's Doc Griggs, and Doc Griggs had a major weekend. There was a big thing that happened. Yes. Uh, uh, over in New Orleans, and man was it packed, dude, yeah. you could not move oh. through the CBD man oh, do Julia it. Street was packed, magazine was packed, jobulos was packed. We got to tell people like I was telling the you know folks from the mayor 's office that they need to like put out a thing next year don 't drive to essence or if you drive to essence, walk walk like because the cars, the lifts, the ubers, the vans, the shuttles
1: fifty dollars for a, normally a seven minute ride that takes an hour because. It's standstill traffic, like it's like LA during rush hour. Yeah,
2: no, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And there was like, there was big, big reasons. I mean, obviously, five of the presidential come, candidates yeah. were here. Yeah. Kamala Harris made huge uh, um, news with her hundred billion dollar plan to uh, uh, for uh, African American home ownership, yeah. which is which is part of, I think, a larger process and a larger conversation of reparations. But yeah. I so hundred percent support yeah. a plan like that and yeah. other plans like that as well. Um, I thought Mayor Pete uh as as a as a joke as he is i have to give him some props i mean he's done a horrible job in uh in south bend indiana and uh, certainly what he's doing with this, there's a lot of racial issues there obviously and there was recently a, a a black man was shot by a white cop again without you know just the typical nor- uh, the typical us issue but he actually got to uh he went in front of essence and he took the heat and he got, you know, appropriately treated as you would imagine he would. But I give him some props for standing up in front of the Essence community and just at least just trying to make his pitch. Um, so we
1: were out at the convention center. Uh, we did the blood sc- blood pressure screens. Uh, that was part of the wellness? Part of the wellness. We are part of the health hub. Um, right. That, so tell had, me tell me about what, so what so, was, what was so going on. So what we did on? was we partnered with the Louisiana Department of Health. We being the, the Griggs Foundation or not The Griggs Foundation. Dr. Griggs Foundation, Uh um, Louisiana Department of Health, uh, the city of New Orleans, of course, Access Health is with us, the 100 Black Men, LSU School of Medicine, Xavier School of Pharmacy, Xavier School of Public Health, uh, and we had my buddy with Comprehensive Health Services, um we provided blood pressure services with the Dot Greg Foundation through at Essence's Health Hub.
2: Where was it? At the, this is in the convention center. Inside the center or was <coughs> no, it? No, a- it was
1: in the convention center right outside the power stage where all the people, the candidates you were talking about, were right, speaking. Right. We did blood pressures for three days. Was it the
2: van there or was it uh, Which van? The Axis van? No, 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 no. This, is a, inside. Seven, this uh, is a total
1: So for the last six years we've been doing blood pressure screenings through the hundred black men in a booth. Got it. Um this year we ended up doing it through they ended up end up talking, uh, with some help to the people at essence, um, to get a space to do blood pressure screenings and, that's, the and that's what
2: Gail King was talking about with,
1: well, yeah. And well, what yeah. she was actually talking about, which was we're amazing. Gonna, we're going to get to me. that. So I have a, uh, up, what by she by was ahead. talking about was my, uh, I did a presentation on living your best life, right. get, set, get fit, get moving which was part of it, but that was on the last day prior to that. We had two presentations by Louisiana department of health, two panels where myself and my colleagues from the state, uh, talked about the African American, uh, health and community, (coughs) excuse me, on Friday and Saturday, we screened over 300 plus people, uh, through Xavier school of pharmacy, LSU and the partners that I talked about. Um, and we ended up sending nine people to the ER doc. Really for, for what? hypertensive crisis. Yeah. Two seventy over one seventeen was the highest. Jesus. We had one lady that was one sixty eight over one oh seven. Her pulse was one seventy six, and she was symptomatic and lightheaded. We had to call the well, paramedic.
2: Dude, you know, we were talking about all that stuff about Vegas. It's not unlike what it's, it's like coming to. No, New well, Orleans. that was my whole point, and I'm glad right. we're, we're yeah, glad we're, we're really we're wrapped. Putting,
1: in. We're putting a cap on it because it's the exact same thing that happens when you go to conferences. You need to research the climate. You need to drink your water you need to get in shape to do a lot of walking for exactly what doc said you're not going to be able to drive from place to place and if the heat index is 107 you're going to cramp you're not your heart's going to overbur- over, overwork and you could have a heart attack well we did all that stuff and everything's going then afterwards uh i went to the concert, the night michelle obama was there uh it was saturday you can so i have you want to do happened.
2: now all right so. unexpectedly Yeah, so this happened. So this is Gail King interviewing the former First Lady. Let's see if we can get this. ...to
3: vote. You know, I I also want to talk about wellness and health because I know you've been paying a lot of attention to that. That was a big mission for you when you were in the White House. And for the first time at Essence, they have a wellness activation. The first time. Excellent. Called the Wellness House. Yeah. And one of the activations, Michelle, is get fit, get checked, and get moving. Ah, (laughs) Hey. Why was it so important for you to... Because, you know, I look at you and they say, you wanted to make us healthier, you wanted us to eat better, and you wanted us to exercise. That's it. Hey-o. Because he's telling us what to do. I know. Why I was mean, that so figure. important to you? Well, because food and diet and lifestyle is very personal, you know, um, and I think people it's it's hard to break habits that have been developed over a lifetime and one of the reasons i took that issue on is because i saw very early on that we are dealing with an obesity epidemic in our children that will shorten their lives i mean this is one of those like it's a fact you know our children are growing up less healthy than we are which means that their life expectancy will be shorter than us that is just a for real thing So I started with kids because my hope was that sometimes as parents, we can do for our kids what we just can't find, you know, in us to do for ourselves. And I know as a mother, when it comes to me trying to make sure that my kids have the best, I will, I will kill somebody <sighs> to make sure Stop that my nothing. children have <laughs> what they problem. need <laughs> well, so not, starting kidding, with young, young people was yeah.
2: a way to kind of ease into the conversation with well, to a sound that we all
3: face and look what you did with the lunch
2: program so you, you said that was about dude what was that the proper milk that was no. what was that like what yeah, was that I, like?
1: I, so what <laughs> was that like for you i did not you. experience it live my phone just started blowing up <laughs> and i thought something was wrong my boy hit me i'm screaming i'm screaming i'm like are you okay? What what's going on? She just said, "I'm like, okay, wait, are y'all being serious?" Like, wait, and then I'm walking like, "Hey, dog, dog, dog!" I'm like, "What, what, what?" I have no idea.
2: Um, was did 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 you know Gail King or did you? Oh, no, I have no was, idea. Was she, no, uh, was she, how did she how did she hit get check if it get moved? Because they, I guess they gave
1: her the. Well, it was on the. If you went on the app, it it says what was going on, and right. that was my activation. It was at two ten. On Sunday, it was living your best life. Get checked, get fit, get moving. Was that
2: your? Did you do that a was, thing? You did. Oh yeah, a, that
1: was that. We did the full speech. Uh-huh. Um, and I explained the whole process. Climbing family tree. You talked about my grandmother. Uh-huh, and I actually came had known about it. dude. I would have been, been there. Was it a convention fit, center? It was at the convention center. Uh-huh. Helped up. We had people show up. I kept. Uh, Kevin was there. I kept trying to say thank you. It's over. And people kept asking questions. Did you? Did you? Uh, you
2: did you do the trick where you got all the guys on the wall and had them? Look no, down. we didn't <laughs>
1: because it was it was mostly women in the room. But oh, okay. I did. I did do that. I did that in another one, and Got I had to look down and look for their teeth, look, look and see their, their feet. But I talked about living their best life. And on a panel, it's interesting that uh, the former first lady um, that mentioned about treating your body like you are your kid. And one of the panels that the Louisiana Department of Health had put on, they asked, what can we uh, the African-Americans do to help ourselves? I said, we need to go to the doctor and act as if we're taking care of our children. Ask the same questions. What is that pill? Why do I need to take it? What's it going to do? Tell me more about the information. <clears throat> the answer for the health in our community lies within us as part of the community. Yeah, you right. So the message is simple. It's the same message that we try to give the kids. Get checked. Eat healthy. Put your head. Check. Smart. Get fit. Touch your fat belly, yeah, you, you touch, Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Oh,
2: dude, I hurt myself. Man, that was. Uh, God, my fingers uh, hurt. That was.
1: I hit my abdomen and, and it just is, rebounded yeah, right yeah, off. Yeah, oh boy, now, now, I didn't say fib. But I say, <laughs> say gets fit, gets fit. And the last part is you hit your legs and you get moving. Right. It's about knowing your health, knowing what your family history is, eating healthy and exercising. It's something that we came up with. Uh, we came up with in trademark uh, a few years ago, but yeah. we came up with a saying for like eight, ten years ago. And I've been working within that vein. That's the name of the show. That's the name of the show.
2: The Get Shit, <laughs> Get Fit, Get Moving
1: Show. Got with Dr. Derry. And, and I'm honored to have you on the show. Thank ah, And we thank do you. this together. Um, I look forward to it every week. So that was a pleasant surprise. Let's see what we'll, see and, what we'll go and from the,
2: here. And the conference went well. And, and Conference went well. Like I, I said, we
1: screamed about. over 300 plus people. Cool. Nine we surveyed and found out. And I would I love to be able grow. to help next year. So, so If there's will, anything I can so, do. So they wanted HIV testing to yeah. add. So I thought they do HIV testing. Not for us. Oh, yeah. Part of what? Well, we how come we didn't? get tech, get fit, get moving, get tested. Right.
2: I mean, I know I was away, so next year I'll be sure to go. No, but there
1: was a there's a long. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. blood pressure is right. easy to, but now we can. But I mean, it's easy to. It's a one uh, minute. Um, n- we'll, we'll talk can, about that another okay. time. All
4: right, all right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Mr. Non-Subtle Guy. Well, you just told you me,
2: like, they wanted HIV tests. Dude, right. I did. Right, well, we, so for we, next we, year. For yeah. next year, got okay. it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. We got a minute left. Any uh, parting uh, goodbye? So, first of all, let me just say, dude, I, I again, it's just like you said, I talk, uh, you know, good uh, behind your back and I talk horrible in front of your face, of right? Of course you do. So <laughs> That being said, let me just say, dude, congratulations, man. Uh, I, I just was, like... I'm just so proud of you. And when you sent me that clip of the, with with the first lady and Gail King, I was just like, my hands are screaming. yeah. When you were like silently screaming, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, <laughs> not like I have a voice anyway. Um, I was like, yeah. So uh, congratulations. And I was watching you on the Facebooks, uh, kind of do all the amazing. It things was a that lot of work, doing. but it's but.
1: it. We got a team, um, and Doc, we're well. I'm glad you're back.
2: Thank you so Good much. Day, I'm glad I'm back, too. We'll be here next week. This is uh, the Get Check, Get That, Get Moving show uh, with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. Uh, that's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. And we're going to be jumping right into uh, another show for whom uh, I can't read the the writing of, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Thank that's you guys old so much. age. Old yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, you we know,
0: working, putting the infrastructure in place for…